welcome to Perfect Emotion, episode 9. This week I've got Dave. Hello. And I've got Nick. Hello. And uh, this week we're doing something a little different again, and we're just going to be talking about humans, the um, the drama that's recently aired on Channel 4. Uh, yes. It's, it's a few episodes in, isn't it now? It's like the fifth episode's out? Yeah, I think the fifth episode's just been released. Yeah, so we're a little behind, but I think we're going to go ahead and we're only going to talk about the opening episode, who... We don't spoil too much, and so we can really focus on like what we like and what we don't like, and our like sort of a first impression. So we've each only seen the first episode. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, cool. So there's no going to be no sort of like, well, I think this seems really important because something, something, something later on is going to happen. But uh, so all this is just our first impressions from the first episodes, and we're going to take it off. Yeah. Does anyone have anything they want to start off on? It's not about humans. It's about robots. That's a lie to begin with. It's about what may, whether the robots are humans or not. Well, they're not, because they're Spoilers. not. <laughs> Alan, you just went all about how we've only seen the most episode and there's no spoilers. You can't, then you just say spoilers. Oh, it's pretty obvious that like, the theme of the thing is going to be, are these robots, like, dumb robots, or are they people? Yeah. But, uh, that bugs me so much. So much. The, uh, the premise bugs me and that's never a good thing for a show I can see it's made decently I guess but I, I actually thought it was quite good but I actually kind of like it being called humans because it is about the humans and how they start dealing with these synths as they're called in the show yeah yeah yeah. I mean it starts off with a guy impulse buying a robot which for a start if you're going to impulse buy something a robot's a really strange thing to impulse buy it's like saying oh, I should buy a well, also, these things look exactly like humans, which is just weird. Except uh, with green eyes. You can sort of tell as well. There's they look people. almost like humans, but they have a weird sort of makeup. Yeah, I kind of like how how they make them act, that they fall into the uncaldy valley. Yeah. Even though they are very realistic, they, there's still something slightly off about them. Mm. Uh, I don't think they're, they're deep in the, in the valley. They're certainly climbing up it, but they're not oh, at the they're top. Oh, definitely, not, but yeah. you can definitely tell who's who. Yeah, just by yeah. the way they move, the lack of blinking, that sort of thing. They just don't act. Yeah, yeah. And it's human. subtle as well. Like, yeah. if, you, if a scene's only like three seconds long, you probably won't cop on to, to who's a synth. But yeah. if, as the scene goes on, you're like, oh yeah, that's why they're acting so weird. Yeah. Part of me thinks that's part of the problem, though, because I don't understand why any tech company would make robots and then make them enough like humans that they're unsettling. Because they are, let's face it. I mean, if you're trying to sell them, why don't you put them firmly at the other side of the Uncanny Valley? Make them human-shaped so they can do all human things like drive cars and use our tools. But more don't like, give them skin. More like I, robots from, like, iRobot. Yeah, our C-3PO. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think we've been conditioned that they're terrifying and we should probably uh, run in the other direction as soon as we see one of those. So I, I, I do agree with them going like they make human ones. Also, I think it, it, it wouldn't work no. with the premise of the show. Yeah, the premise of the is show this, definitely is this wouldn't work. Is this blatantly robotic thing a robot or is it a person? It's like, well, it's but that would be more interesting, wouldn't it? If, like C-3PO showed science and being actually sentient. Oh, look, he does. But you know. It's also the more practical problem of it's very easy to get actors to act slightly robotic-like. It's quite difficult to either CGI or build an actual robot. Yeah. That, that's fair, but that's I, that's not where I'm coming from when I'm judging a TV show. 
I I don't think. Oh, of course the company made these robots look like people because a TV show needs to make use people to make the robot. That's not logic I want to follow in TV shows. It's like saying, oh yeah, of course all the aliens in Star Trek are human shaped because we needed humans for them. But when you're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you don't question why there are so many vampires in Sunnydale. I it's, think it's Sunnydale. You, you do. Because if the same amount of vampires were elsewhere, the world would just be run by vampires. It's the Hellmouth. That's a very integral point. The <laughs> but there are other series. Hellmouths. There's one in Cleveland. Yeah, there's a few others, but there's, I assume that place will be just as bad. I don't understand why you'd make a first wave of robotics people-like. How do you know they're the first wave of robotics? Well, they're, they're clearly they're, not the first wave if you paid attention because well, their song's being replaced. And so yeah, they're like, of, they keep getting upgraded. Yeah, yeah, but that song was still human-like. The Rock. D-series are six years old, and they're human-like. Yes. But you never see any that aren't, and it's never... I'm going to assume from the start that they're human-like. I, I'm going to assume this is like, there's been like ten years of, of robotics being available to consumers from a store at this point in time. So I'm going to assume they've gone past the first wave of things, and I think people would be more comfortable with the human robot doing tasks, especially around the house, as opposed to having this weird Terminator-like thing dancing around. Um, I personally yeah. wouldn't like to have anything that reminds me of the Terminator yeah, but cleaning my flat. I or still a C-3PO! I wouldn't like one of these cleaning my flat. They just There's something unnerving about having them. Yeah, and maybe yeah, that is yeah. conditioning from all of sci-fi. Like what about the how nanny from the Jetsons? Um, like if if you saw that cleaning up, you wouldn't go. Oh, reminds me of the Terminator. Kill it, kill it. Well, I I think that's yeah. I think it's from a different era as well. So it's it's from a yeah. stage where to go, this is a robot. You really had to go, this is a robot. But nowadays, to go, this is a robot. You just do something weird with the eyes. No, there's always been mimics. Uh, Mimic robots, pretty much androids and things. I mean, yeah, but you, they, they were more clearly signalled, I think, in the past. Nowadays, you can just be subtle about it, and people get what you're doing in the concept. I'd have to research to. In fact, you'd have to research to. I don't think that's true. Really? Really? I think there's been in the past, like Body Snatcher, bar robots before. I don't know. I was just, I'm thinking fiction. back to the Terminator, and I think the Terminator did a good job of sort of. You weren't entirely sure what was going on until you saw him with the wounds and you could see the robotics underneath. And that became like a reveal moment. Mm. Either way, I think ro- you would make, you'd be able to sell more robots if they were less like people. I don't know. They'd, ha- they'd have to be humanoid at least, because otherwise you'd have to rebuild yes. any, everything in the world. Yeah, but there's a large section of possibilities. In yeah. this tall, four limbs, these proportions. Yeah. But I, again, it all plays into the aesthetic of are these robots humans? Which I think is a lot harder to do if they're not human, if they don't look like humans. I guess. Because you can't tell. If we, like, the, the scenes where they're walking down the street and they're like, act like a human. Oh no, he's, he's saying act like a synth wouldn't work very well if it was a completely different robot. Yeah. Like one of the big war droids from uh, yeah. the Clone Wars. Maybe, yeah. I just can't see a future when we have people like robots. That's no, I, I, not I'd one I coming. Can... That's more likely than sort of having weird I mean, robot robots. I mean, with skin and face. No, no. That's yeah, just... I know. I reckon that's going to be because you'd make them be able to integrate entirely with sort of 
Now they just make it everything worse, I'm hoping. Yeah, I don't see it happening. Really? Yeah. Um, I robot style ones, I can see that happening. I mean Yeah, I much I yeah, I think that would happen much more likely than too realistic. Because I, I think people don't like the idea of them being too realistic. I think that's one point of it, but I also think that we're in a small section of society being, you know, young techie people who are quite nerdy, and so we're like, yeah, I'll, I'll happily have a robot dancing around my house. And I think there's lots of people who are just like, no. <laughs> I want something that reminds me of a human. Mm, but you don't want it to be able to intimidate uh, a person. I would have thought the, pe- the less techie people would would want them to be less like humans because yeah, they wouldn't understand the differences like us they want to be further away from it yeah uh, yeah okay okay because uh, i think sci-fi has taught us to be wary of all humanoid androids yeah. and so we're we're not gonna get to that because we're afraid of it mm. I remember reading some Asimov, and I love my robot series Asimov, and I think yeah. part of the contrast between Asimov, like robot series Asimov and this may be somewhat that's jarring to me. I mean, they mentioned Asimov protocols once, which was, you they know, eye-rolling yeah. sort of, yeah. They, Not in the wink. Yeah. And they, they partially quoted the three laws of robotics. Did they? They they've mentioned that you can't hurt and they can't lie, but they never... Yeah, yeah. As, anyways, I, as I said, partially, yeah, partially. Yeah, that th- th- there were limitations. Yeah, uh, but it was in this in uh, this bit of Asimov book. I can't remember which one it was, but it was essentially someone explaining why all the robots are humanoid. And it's like, oh, it's just you know, so we can so they can use all of our pre-existing tools, and if needs be, we can always use anything that they are given. Which you know, it's quite nice. And I could, so I can see why it would be cumulative. But one thing I don't understand is even as much predicted that you'd have cars that were fully automated before people that were fully automated. Yeah. It depends um, how quickly they come, up, come about, though, because I think fully automated cars is going to happen all at once. It's going to happen very soon. Because uh, I think there's a problem with having a partially automated traffic system. I think that's going to lead to more accidents than... It, what you mean? You, we need to automate all the cars at the same time. Yeah, like having fifty percent no. is going to be a weird situation to be. It's in. going to be a much more difficult situation to program for. If you can control all cars yeah. and they can talk to each other, it's very, very simple and trivial to network them together to talk to each other, so you can have minimum um, distances between them. Yeah, they can signal back and forward what's happening. If there's been a crash or a block on the road, it can, everyone knows it and can avoid it very easily. Because um, the Google cars have been involved in a load of accidents, but that's not none of them have been the Google cars' fault. And yeah. I don't know how much that is the Google legal hounds being at work. Yeah. Or <laughs> well, the point is, that a robot car doesn't need to be perfect; it needs to be better than people. And so far, they've demonstrated that at least promise in that. Yeah, well, yeah, they demonstrated promise, but I don't think there's ever been a case. They've never been tried at like fifty percent the road population. No, yeah, because but... I, I reckon there are going to be times when a human doing something yeah. weird would scare another person, so everyone comes off well, and then the other car. But in a robot situation, you you can't scare a car. 
I think... And I think that's going to lead to some issues. I don't think it's going to be a huge prohibitive problem. I think it's going to lead to some issues, which means that it's going to happen very quickly if it does happen. That would be an incredible fringe case compared to most. Yeah, it's not going to be like a... But these fringe faces scare people. Yeah, if you heard one case where it's like, oh, a bus load of school children died because of a Google car. Yeah. That's going to be so much more problematic than just a 1% rise in the number of car crashes. The other problem is they're going to have to have... um, safety features and um, put in so that sometimes a crash is inevitable. Right. So, so considering all of this... Just, it has, the car has to decide whether it's going to crash and kill you or crash and kill someone else. So we'd have to program in when the car decides it's going to kill the, the person inside it. Yeah. And that's... Uh, weird. Yeah, I'll go for least possible harm, I imagine. Well, yes, but there is a chance that the car is... Well, the ch- not even a chance. The car is programmed to kill you in a certain scenario. That's not reassuring to most people. Yeah, it's not, it would never be that clear cut, though. It won't It'll be. never know no, it'll it, die. It, it, it'll be like, if I do this, the least amount of damage will be done. Yeah, no, you're, you're definitely right. But there are scenarios where your car will kill you, and I don't think that reassures most people. It doesn't reassure me, and I drive. And I know that car can kill me, usually. Yeah, I know. I hate driving. Mm-hmm. But, I don't. Okay, Considered the uh, what we talked about cars, and Alan's point about part of the population driving, part not. The synth offered to drive. Yeah, but I think that makes it easier because the synth can drive normal cars, and they'll drive it like a human as opposed to driving with. That makes no sense. Why wouldn't the car drive like a normal car? Yeah, I could, I can, I can definitely see automated cars before humanoids. And a humanoid driving a car is, if anything, worse than a car driving itself because the car driving itself will have sensors all around it to see all the places that synth can only see you don't know from... if cars may have now been designed to plug into the synth and provide okay. information to it yeah. that's we don't valid. know enough that's a valid point yeah. no yeah I can't concede that that could be true but that's part this is the sticky the sticky bit of talking about fiction I don't yeah. like no you're right presuming things yeah, that yeah, haven't been stated. Yeah, yeah let's make all lo- lots of assumptions and make an ass out of you and me. And me. Yeah, it, it just, it's, it's when um, it's when people want to give... It's usually when people when I talk about Doctor Who, because, oh, it's always with Doctor Who, which is when someone goes, oh, yeah, well, this could happen. That explains why that would happen. Like, yeah, but they didn't say that, so it's just nonsense. Well, yeah, but like, the whole show's nonsense. He time travels to a different place every I know, every I know. Week. I'm just saying this is... <laughs> I'm... I'm I know the yeah. entire show's nonsense, so I've stopped watching it. Um, but oh, it's magical nonsense! Magical nonsense! I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, we'll be truth field. We'll fucking lie in front of it. Isn't that great? It's just... Okay, let's so get just... back to the, yeah, the we'll show. Get back to humans. Um, yeah. Mm. So, how do people feel about the term synths? I kind of like it. I think it works for this, and it doesn't step on any other copyright law. Yeah, okay, it, you... it seems fine. You know, um, it's uh, it's originally based on a Swedish drama. Okay. Yeah, I've read that. Yeah, where they called the androids Hubots. <laughs> well, they all named Hugh and looked exactly like Hugh Dennis. I'd watch that. I, I'd watch I that. Would watch that. I'd buy uh, Hugh Dennis. <laughs> there's also um, there's also a far right political group called Real Humans, and they don't like the Hubots, and so they try to kill them all. And the hu- the the Real Humans refer to the Hubots as Pac Mans. <laughs> wacka wacka <laughs> that sounds awesome I, it, it just do makes not it... make wacka wacka your fucking ringtone 
No, well, our, our ringtone phones you, Nick. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I said wacka. That's my notification alert. I think the wacka wacka sound would uh, loop quite well. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to cut it out and see. I should have said nothing. I should have said nothing. We never would have noticed. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, let's go back to the premise of the, f- well, the actual show. And so what did yeah, everyone think yeah. about the casting of it? Um, uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was sort of mostly unknowns. A load of people who I sort of recognize some places. It actually has a huge number of known people. Yeah, but not like like movie stardom known. Like, oh, I know you one showed that that one time. Well, it had a lot of British stars, which yeah, is great. Which I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it had uh, from the IT crowd. Yeah, Catherine Parkinson, um, Merlin Feller. I know you told me uh, which one it was before. He's the leader of the secret robot party. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm who is revealed to be human when he needs to use his human abilities to get out of the robot prostitute room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a weird scene. I mean, I always assumed it was there, but I was happy just assuming it was there and not yeah. being shown yeah. robot prostitutes. I did like the design on the outside of the door. So there's like a pink neon heart mm-hmm. with a blue cock and a purple heart cock yeah. inside of it. As soon as you saw it, you knew what was happening. You're like, oh. Well, it, it, was, also, it was moments like that when I thought this show would make a lot better book than it ever would a TV show. Maybe. Because this, that sort of theme is much easier to write and, than it is to put in a TV or a film. Yeah. Because in a world where you do have very realistic sims, you're gonna have they're gonna become sex slaves. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I like that it actually touched on it and showed it. Yeah, they, I thought, that's it, the I thought reason it was very human-like. I thought it was very important for the show that they did stuff like that to create a realistic world because you know it's gonna be there. Yeah, better they do that than just flat out ignore it. Yeah, exactly. I liked when the dad got out like the little book and it said like adult options. Yeah, and he hid it from his son. Yeah, I I really liked that. I thought that was a nice touch. I thought I thought they 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 handled that very well. Yeah. But I still think that a lot of the the themes they go on would be so much better written. Like Mm. people like uh Chuck Palahunic who did Fight Club or uh Brent Ethan Ellis who did um American Psycho, those sorts of authors who touch on like very unpleasant themes anyway could, could actually do this yeah. very well. But I, I think the theme of humans is, is, is sort of less unpleasant and more sort of here's a weird situation, what happens in it. And so I think it would lose something there. That's what I feel the theme is going for. I also, I, I'm not a big fan of books that have too many storylines going on at once. I... And I, I think th- you need th- to change how the narrative is presented. I think books handle multi-story lines much better than TV shows ever can. Really? Yeah. Like completely unrelated ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I okay. think like I find that TV shows have a much harder time and simplify all the storylines a lot more than books can. Yeah, Game of Thrones uh, had that. Because I've read the mm-hmm. books and watched the first few seasons. Yeah. Didn't watch the latest one because I nah, yeah. wasn't really bothered, actually. But I don't know why. They have to simplify so much. But that 
again comes to yeah. that there's a lot more writing than there is time to put into a show. Yeah. So you can flesh yeah. out a lot more of the world in a book. I yeah. the whole of the show I just there's something about it that made me feel I'd enjoy reading this. I'm not yeah. it, it's an okay show, but I think it could have been done better as a book. What? I think they'll have some trouble with the conveying the, the subtleties with the synths, because I reckon there's going to be a lot of subtle play on them and oh, how they work, which I, I think, think is all be, to do with the books. I think it'd be more with, easy to do in books. That stuff is... Because you, you'd end up pointing it out. No. Uh, I've never wouldn't. seen a book do subtlety particularly well. Read Fight Club. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. By Chuck Palhunik. Um You know in the show... Oh, I'll probably just give it all away. Yeah. Um, People who've seen Fight Club, yeah, Dave. You, you know... Spoilers I, for Fight Club. I haven't seen Fight Club. You know how the main <laughs> character is... Um, Close your ears, Nick. ...has basically two... Um, mm, mm. Yeah, they, they, they mention it much earlier on in the book, and you don't pick up on it. They keep t- telling you, very, very blatantly, they're the oh, same okay. person, but you don't pick up on it. Yeah. And um, it seems out of place in the film... But you get like I'm Jack's rotting intestine. I'm this, oh, and Tyler knows this. No, I know this because Tyler knows this, and it seems really out yeah, of place yeah. in the film. But in the books, it doesn't. But you still don't pick up on it, and it's done yeah. incredibly well. It actually felt kind of forced in the films, and I think that it could be done uh... in the books better. Yeah. I think in the books you've got a, a, you've got more time to build a, a sort of a, a weird sense of conspiracy. Yeah, as with a movie, because with a movie you, you you're like how long was Fight Club? Like an hour, hour and a half, hour and a half. Well, about two hours probably. Yeah, you've only really got like three or four occasions where you can actually do that in a scene because they take so long. Any more than that, and you end up sort of becomes blatant and it becomes the focus of the movie, which I don't think it was the core focus of Fight but Club. They also. Did it a lot in the in the movie by flashing um, Tyler in the background of scenes. Yeah, I, I think that that helped it a lot. As in, they took something you could only do with a film. Yes, no, I definitely. And that's one of the reasons why I, I think humans will will work as it might work better as a book, but you'd be changing a lot of it, so it would be almost a different thing that you're reading. I disagree. Uh, I think it would. I think it, everything that humans has positive going for it could be done better as a book. All right, going back to the the storyline. Did anyone else like how within 10 minutes of the show, the show had sat you down and gone, by the way, this is what the show's about. (laughs) Robots can have feelings too. Yeah. I think that was brilliant. Like, none of this lost bullshit of going six seasons and then just going, oh yeah, we made it all up, guys. It's just like instantly, no, this is is the premise. 10 minutes later, this is where we're going with it. Let's go explore this together. And I thought that was magical. Yeah. I, I liked it in parts. And I feel they didn't introduce a, a few of their storylines enough in the first episode to keep you, get you captivated. They, um, mm, the guy yeah. with the, um, all the robots with feelings, that yeah. was quite well explained. But the guy with a broken old one that he's trying to keep felt very out of place. Yeah, I agree. That seemed to be... Like, it was in the first episode, but nothing really happened exactly. other than we saw it was broken yeah, robot. and he was going to have to get a new one, and he couldn't fix it. 
I and think it's not good. No, I, I can definitely one, see it's going somewhere. See, yeah. by the end, I thought he was going to, like, the old broken one was going to just kill him like, accidentally. I thought that might be a thing. Yeah. But then it, nothing happened with him. I'm like, oh, so. I think okay. that's there just to show you the state of what's going on. So, like, the crimes and accidents involving uh, synths aren't uncommon because there is a police force specifically designed to do this. Yeah. And uh, so it's not uncommon that it happens and it's not uncommon that the police investigate and it shows that there are procedures in place. Hmm. But the current the current culture to if something goes wrong with your, your synth is just, oh, bin it. Get a new one. And you get a new one. And I think it was showing that and, because I think three different occasions it came up. Yeah. That he had to get a new one. And the people like, why are you blinking an eye? But he was saying, well, no, this is this is my synth and this has almost become a child to me because uh, my memory is going and he's he's keeping my memories yeah. alive because he was but there. But one, one yeah, thing you... is great. That's yeah, good, but his memories are stored in a hard drive. Just yeah, transfer that's, that's it over. electronic data. That's not mm. difficult. You can take his personality, put it in one that looks almost identical. But I assume there's going to be bits about that's not possible. People won't do that for him. I think it's the whole culture is throwaway. So rather than sort of upgrade and fix, it's throw out and get a new one. I think it's more integral than that. I think it's part of uh, people want to believe that consciousness is special and even in this case yeah, yeah. it can only be stored in that specific robot brain now it can be data in a cloud yeah. well, which also, is, I feel is much more likely yeah. but it's the sort of culture we have at the moment that people are special no of course that, that it's going to be intrinsically linked yeah I think you're probably right uh, also I think he doesn't want another one with the same memories he wants that one because it's his one he's very emotionally yeah. attached to it's all, not just the memories it has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of coming back to uh, Grandfather's Hammer, Grandfather's Axe situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think you'd be okay with an upgrade, but I think the current culture is just bin it and get a new one. Yeah. Should we explain Grandfather's Axe? You probably well, should, the, yeah. Okay, yeah. there is... Idea. I've got... Well, go, go Nick. Right, say we've got uh, Axe, and you've got the Axe head... Uh, and the axe handle, and you, uh, grandfather has this specific axe, and he hands it down to his father, and his father replaces the handle. Then you replace the head, so it's entirely new material. Is it the same axe? But this happens over a long period of time, so yeah, yeah, and it can happen thousands of times. So the the, the idea is it's still the same axe because it is, but even though it's entirely new material, yeah, it's the difference between like a sentimental identity and. Physical yeah, it's it's density. also um, um, fills in with DRM when you're upgrading your computer. If I replace uh, a part of my computer like this, uh, the GPU, it's still the same computer. But if I upgrade the power supply later, it's probably still the same computer. What if I do the, the, the CPU later? It's still the same computer. When does it change? Motherboard, apparently. When you've changed five pieces of hardware, Dave. <laughs> yeah, so there's an arbitrary limit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The DRM is idiotic. I think online side and works well. The only problem is how to deal with people being offline. And I think that's the way to go. Anything other than that is just peri- silly. And there needs to be periodic checks. They don't have to be very. I often. wouldn't mind something being entirely online if they streamed the game to me with low latency. I wouldn't mind that at all if someone streamed Mass Effect to my the new Mass Effect game to my so computer, and so like, I didn't need to have new like hardware. online. Oh, yeah. 
I would be per because that's how Netflix works. And though it's annoying, I can't watch Netflix outside of Wi-Fi areas or like you know I need an internet connection to watch Netflix. I think it sort of works because I never have to store anything. I no, yeah, I actually kind of agree with you. As opposed to mm. with BBC, where if I want to watch it offline, I've got to download it and store it. It's like, well, I've got a plan six hours ahead, and most of the joy in Netflix is me just going, oh, I want to watch something now, and be turning it on and it being there. As long yeah. as it's, I get the same experience when playing as having it installed on my computer. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, that's, they a, have to be, that, that's a big caveat. Yeah, that, it's not just low latency. I has to have the same tactile feel when you're, you shoot. When you do stuff yeah. that you, yeah. you're playing it and there's no input lag. I don't mind games having some input lag, but I think games need to be designed for it. I think there are ways to do it. And I think there are technical for ways to do certain. it that people haven't thought about because of there's the whole PC. We seem to have moved far away from humans. Okay, yeah, let's, let's go back to humans and... Or should we segue back through Ooh, DRM? Well, I was going to do that. Um, so, uh, <laughs> okay. okay, so we all watched um, Humans for free on 4OD, which... Oh, it's called yes. All 4 It's now. All 4, my bad. It's All yeah, 4, uh, yeah. It used to be 4OD, which is Channel 4's iPlayer. Channel 4 is a paid-for-by-adverts channel on... Partly. Does it get grants as well? I thought... They get some of the money. There was a few years I ago, and so thought, like they do three minute wonders, and they get money for those. I thought it was certain shows got it, not the channel yeah, yeah. itself. Um, I might be wrong with that. Uh, I think that's potentially right, but Channel Four make the shows. Okay, okay. So I think it's six of one. And a half so of the other. if I was going to go onto Channel Four on my TV and watch a show, I'd have to watch adverts between it, and that's annoying, but not really a problem. So them putting all these shows online, the way they get their ad revenue is by putting adverts at the beginning, a few in the middle, a few at the end. Again, to watch a 45-minute show, new show, for free, I'm happy to sit through a few ads. When there is free ad breaks, just like TV, five minutes each, just like TV, not a problem. But when your internet connection uh, uh, cuts out, you have to restart it. You get another five minutes to before you can start watching it, and then you to skip to where you were takes another five minutes of ads, it starts getting a bit rid- ridiculous. And yeah. the other f- problem is they have like six different ads they show, and they just have them on repeat. I, I, I think I, there's the two points I need to want to interject here that's positive about it before we get back Absolutely to the negatives. No and one is, I think when it, it worked for me, and it worked quite well, and I didn't mind doing it, and it was quite easy. The second thing was, I saw an advert that had some interactivity mm-hmm. to it. So I think it was like a Cadbury's yeah. advert. And the first advert was just playing along. And there's a box in the bottom right in the corner. It's like, well, do you want to watch an advert about Twix? Or do you want to watch an advert about Mars bars? I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> no, no, I've never had this choice before. And I thought this level of just keeping me interested and connected was much better. Because normally, with adverts on, I sort of phase out and I dick about and do something else. But keeping me engaged, I don't mind that so okay. much it wasn't intrusive it wasn't annoying and there was a countdown saying were well, you going to watch the Mars bar one anyway okay well that's cool and I think if it continues new style of ads are going to come in interactive ads yeah. and I don't yeah. mind that and the thing is I actually don't mind watching ads it's that it has too many you log in to watch mm. so it has some metadata about what you've watched 
if when I log back in, it started up where I left off. Brilliant. I wouldn't actually have a problem because, but since I had to start at the beginning and skip, they're just hurting legitimate users now. It's not. Yeah, it's I no longer it has... them just trying to get ad revenue to cover you watching it. They're actually putting in too much. Yeah, I, I think no one has a problem with a lot of DRM as long as it's not really bloody intrusive and as long as it works. And I think this is the big problem with the all four yeah. stuff. It's like it's quite good when it works, but then it doesn't work, and it's sure just like so. You mean all those ten minutes of adverts I've just watched don't count for anything? Exactly. Got to sit here for another ten minutes watching it again and that's just it's not fun and it's exactly. not what you want to do and i don't think and all four are happy with it it's just they go well that's our system at the moment d- yeah there's login data i logged in to watch it it forced me yeah. to i'm okay with that because they're giving me a service for free yeah if i have to watch a few ads on that that's fine but when they so easily could store some data to help me on my way so i don't have to watch another 10 minutes because a small thing mucked up. It kind of just rubs me the wrong way because what should have taken me 15 minutes to watch the end of the episode took me over half an hour. It becomes a bit ridiculous. A bit like with YouTube. If you watch a 30 second advert for a 20 minute show, not a problem. Happy to do it. If I see a 30 second advert on a 30 second show, that's ridiculous. Sorry, just it just, yeah. it just it just irritated me because I wanted to finish yeah, watching yeah, this morning, no. and it took me way longer than it should have done. And I think everyone's in the same boat. I personally would complain to Channel Four on Twitter because I like doing that, if only because I get the solace of some company somewhere is paying somebody to sit on Twitter and apologise to me. <laughs> And I think that is enough of a... If you can't fix your service, you're paying somebody to make me happy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm happy to annoy the crap out no, of you for that. That's fair enough. <laughs> I have seen your beautiful comments to... Was it E? E? Yeah. 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 I'm still oh. with them. I, I fear the devil. I don't know more than the devil I do. So, stuck with them at the moment. Yeah. I'm apparently a captain in some systems for E, and for other systems I'm just Mr. And <laughs> I'm not allowed to change it because there's an apostrophe in my name. Which, cut, which means they delete everything after it. So my last name is one letter long, which is not allowed. <laughs> the whole system is just going in this big circle of hell. It's like, I can't be bothered to deal with you anymore. Makes sense. But then I did. <laughs> they hate elves. They do hate elves. Anyway, I think we should move on from uh, the DRM. Oh, did, sorry, Nick. Yeah, there we are. Right. In the yep. family, you know that one family there was, uh, there was the mother that was anti-robot. Yep. Is anyone else always annoyed at the characters that are anti-something and they don't give any good reasons why, other than, ah, it's it's not not normal, right? When they've set up a world in which it is normal? Um, I I think she's complaining about being in the home. Without asking her. She never got asked about it. Yeah, and I, I do I do admit, I think there was one point where I'm like, I won't mind having robots in shops stacking shelves and, you know, caught in the post around and stuff like that. But... I probably wouldn't want a robot raising my children. Yeah, uh, yeah. I... And I think that's the point she's coming from. But she said she seemed to be more than that anti-robot. The, the, the way she I... just sort of was interacting with this I specific think one she's was just being very cleverly brought in as a device for the viewer to empathise with. See, I think that too, but I don't think that it's I, that clever. I, I, I do I, think I, it's I... just that because she doesn't do much. Yeah. 
but she's the one that doesn't find yeah. it normal, just like you. She's the one you're meant to relate to. But the difference is, we know it's not going to be normal. We're watching yeah, but- a show. She just gets to be right with no real explanation. Yeah, but if she wasn't there you, and there was no replacement for her, you'd be sat here going, why do all these people think the robots are perfectly normal? Yeah. Now well, you've got this no, outlet. Because you, I, like, you can see in the that situation, I might be able to watch the robot default and then being curious about it, maybe doing something and working things out. Yeah. Whereas it just seemed to be, oh, I don't like robots. This robot's acting weird. I'm right. Robots are weird. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't get that she didn't like robots. I think she didn't like robots in her house raising her children. I, I didn't. And I think that's going to grow into she's being yeah, a robot skeptic I, over time because of that and because the robot burnt her arm. But I don't think there's any particular. I don't think she's hugely anti-robot anyway. I think she's just like, well, not in the home, not raising yeah, my kids. I think it's more the yeah. hanging out with her do- youngest daughter. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit creepy. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, uh, yeah, but the, it all seemed to be the youngest daughter yeah. asking for it. And then, what was the bit that shrimp is weird? Um, fuck it, it's gone. <laughs> My brain's like a fucking sieve. I need a robot to remember <laughs> things for me. Um, did anyone else find the older daughter really irritating? It's the same thing as the older daughter in Bicentennial Man, which was a Robin mm-hmm. Williams film, which I quite enjoyed based on the Esmond book. And that was that she just wanted him to jump out a window because he was property. And this seemed to be the same sort of yeah. thing. I don't understand any of it. It's like, yeah, it's property, but you've drawn a human face on it. You should now at least have some sort of empathy towards it as what? a thing. Well, Maybe she, not as a person, she's definitely, you know. it's definitely more, she's scared of society changing with it, and will she ever have a future in this world? That means something. Well, that's a valid concern, and I actually have been thinking about that myself every no, now but and that's again. Completely, it's a completely valid thing, but yeah. life, she was way too teenage angsty for me. The problem yeah. is, though, it's not that is there going to be a place for me. It's going to be what is society going to be? Because yeah. fair enough. Oh, no, I can't be a doctor. Fun fact, most people aren't doctors. A lot of people do simple things. And if dreams to have reached the point already in that world, that there should be massive unemployment and social uh, structure will be going well, to shit. It doesn't show any of that. It might mean it will go to shit. You there could were... go to more communist society very easily once you, most people don't have to work. Yeah. In our current society, uh, at least the culture around at the moment, I do not see it happening soon, and that's a problem in my opinion. But in this world, we've established that all the people working in there's it was what picking fruit or something, yeah. So that's manual jobs. Most manual jobs, it seems, it'd be cheaper to buy a robot. The guy said it was cheaper than the car for what he bought. People working on tills is getting done with self service, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll have any factory job gone. That one could drive. So I'm Bus imagining drivers, the driving jobs. Train conductors, yeah. all that sort of Bus stuff. drivers, a, a lot of people that have, drive trucks and things. Now, those two things, we already have massive unemployment as mm-hmm. a problem. And uh, that seems to be a much more interesting situation, uh, sort of problem that I would like to see trying to be fixed. And when you have the teenage thought of, oh, what am I going to be? I can't be a doctor. I'm like, yeah, but if that's a problem for you, thinking this through, it's already a massive problem for the world. 
So by sort of introducing that, it made me realise that this was a bit nonsense. Yeah. Uh, I think that's an impending problem of the world that we're in. I don't think they've hit that tipping point yet. Not in they, they this world. Because they seem to world, have a lot of people in, in, the, world, in the supermarket They definitely anyway. have. There are a lot of humans in the supermarket. And so I think there's a weird blend of it. And I, I reckon that retail would be the last to go. I mean, one of the last to go. You'll still have people in the supermarket. Yeah. You'll still have people in the shops because, at the end of the day, a friendly face sells. Mm. But in the in the, I imagine the back of the supermarket will probably be mostly robots. Mm. But, but it now, just makes now sense. we're getting into the point of assuming things about this sci-fi world, and I think that's no. I'm right. Here's the reason I'm not. It's because it is cheaper to get to buy one of those robots. Yeah. Than it is to hire a worker. Yeah. So why wouldn't they? It's not shown, but if there's a problem that this little girl can't be a doctor, is the example that she used at least, it is one for her. And we've already seen a place where they use mass amounts of robots to do manual work. Yeah. Um... It's not going to be cost-effective anywhere to... No, I'm one of the guy. One of the guys on TV in that TV interview, in, 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 uh, when they were all watching Channel Four News for some reason. Channel um, Four show. <laughs> I know, but it's like no one watches that. <laughs> Did you know the BBC were banned for a while from using fake BBC news in their shows? Really? What? And I think it's been lifted, so people didn't think it was real. Ah, I think there's I been see. a few cases in America of people doing that, and there's been some gotcha reporting about it. Nice. So the BBC just went, screw it, no, we're not doing that. And then they went, fine, look, yeah, you can do it. Just change it a little bit so it's not exactly the BBC. Yeah. Well, he was talking about sweatshops being run by synths. Yeah. Like like being replaced yeah. by synth work. So I think you already are, should have mass about people. And this little girl go, oh, what's the point? I'm not going to be able to do anything. It's like, if that's a concern for you, it should already be a massive concern with the entire country at least at this point but at the same time if suddenly the cost of labor drops to the floor the cost of produce should also follow yes but employment see yeah this is the thing yeah, massive yeah. things should happen we've seen yeah, none of a massive it. culture shift i'm i'm i'm, I'm definitely towards the thing where they, they're probably a, a lot of people i'm I, I don't think it's not a problem in the world but i think it's it's in, it's definitely one of the impending problems that the world's facing and I, I personally glad that they haven't done that because I think there's only so much you can do in one TV show. Yeah, I, fe- I, I, well, I think. All right, I feel that's fine, but then don't show the young girl worried about employment. No, I think it's fair enough to think of like these are going to be the consequences of the show, but maybe not. This is today's problem, and that the problems may not be happening but, there; they could be happening elsewhere. And but in the Western world, they may have may not happen because people want jobs still and there's money around to keep people in jobs but in bird world countries where a lot of like farming happens it could just all be sense that there'd be no employment at all power consumption's probably gone through the roof as well yes you probably have to offset it somewhere else and have people think of new ways to build tech and stuff like yeah. that yeah and okay yeah you've got a massive skills gap but yeah. it sounds like this place is far more affluent and sort of Definitely hasn't experienced a recent recession like we have. Yeah. Mm. You guys remember the 90s. So full of hope. Oh, God, yeah. So much Gordon Brown. Have you guys seen Heroes? Yes. Yes. You know, at the end of every episode, there's a talk by Dr. Suresh. Yeah. Yes. 
I loved how this ended the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was magical. I, I, know, I think it's nice for, to have shows where you often, you're, you're questioning the structure of something. Like they did with Heroes. It's like, well, if humans aren't the dominant species on the planet, what's going to happen? I thought it was quite nice that they ended everything with a nice little, well, this yeah. is sort of what we talked about before, a nice little roundup discussion. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a good way yeah. to end shows, especially shows that, especially this first episode when a lot happened. Yeah, especially like if you haven't gathered, that's what the show's doing. Yeah. It's a very nice nudge, nudge, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should probably be thinking at, at sort of a, a, it's slightly more than just face value of everything that's yeah. happened so far. Sorry, I, I love Heroes, season one of Heroes. Season one of Heroes is great. Okay. Just like a lot of those shows, season yeah. one of them all is brilliant, and then they all go down the pot very quickly. I think Lost was never good. I think Lost just always had the promise of it could be much better than it is. Season, and it will be much better next episode, next no, season. season one was, I think this the perpetual. Season one was great. Mm. Even if I've seen a few episodes and I'm I'm sort of a bit torn. Like it's it's not bad. I'm not saying it's terrible TV. I'm just saying I saw the first few episodes and I was just like, this is sort of the only reason I'm watching this is because the last episode was just like, what's gonna happen? And I felt that never stopped. Well that's why it didn't the first season was like that because it's they are they are introducing you to a world and some people, yeah. and then the second show, second season couldn't continue with that because they'd already shown you it and they're like ah, and they didn't know where to go from there. But the first season really holds up as a TV show. Okay, I might give it a go. Um, it's really really enjoyable. It's very magical and wondrous. Yeah, I might give it a go. Oh, it's one of my favourite shows, first season, and then it gets terrible. Uh, there are a lot of things to do with this. One of my favourite things about um, Heroes is that halfway through the season, they do the thing that everyone wanted to do, and they sit, literally sit down and have a conversation of, what are we doing, guys? <laughs> Should we? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and you can always hear the rights out there like, oh, well, we ended this too quickly. But mm. then they do recover from it, it actually becomes a thing again, and it's a nice little, oh my god, what's going to happen? Because you... The magical thing about Heroes is almost from the first episode, you know how the season ends. Yeah. But it's just mechanically what gets you there and what exactly happens. Like, you know the outcome, but you don't know what ha- why it happens. And that's... Yeah. I'm trying not to spoil it because I know this is a pretty com- uh, contradictory opinion to hold, but I think Heroes is really good, especially with all the, oh my God, what's going on? The first on season moments? was great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the first season was fantastic. Yeah. I think Hero's story from second season holds up quite well on its own. Oh I, yeah, I think he's, that's one of the, my favorite character. Some of the stronger points. Oh, yeah. Have you heard that making a new uh, um, series of heroes? I've heard. I've not put yeah. up to anything. I looked into it. It's just if it happens. And the guy who played Hero, yep. I think he started the company that made Outer Wilds. Oh, yeah. Flashback to a few episodes ago. Yeah. But a lot of these big 40-minute, 45-minute shows start off amazingly well because Prison Break's another one that had a like, truly great first season. Did did they ever plan to have a second season? Because Prison Break sounds like a one-season deal. It was 10 episodes they planned, and then it got picked yeah. up halfway through the season. And, and let's make more, and they're like, oh, crap, what do we do now? And then it just carried on. And in third season, they went back to a prison to break out because they had Yay. nothing better to do. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, it's oh, awful. I think that's I think that's enough for an episode, isn't I it? I think guys? it's enough. Yeah, I'm gonna tap out. Cool. Right. Thank you all for listening. Woo. You all know that we're online at perfectcommotion.co.uk. We're on Twitter at perfectcommotion with one M. 
Yeah. I'm on Twitter at Octavius404. I'm at uh, Levity Dave. I'm at Nick S. Proud, I think. Yeah, i still needing those emails to feedback at perfectcommotion.co.uk. Yeah, we're on, we're on iTunes. We're on Pocket Cast. We're probably on a few other one of these things, but yeah. Contact doesn't tell you what you think. And if you have any ideas of what we could talk about, send them our way. Something that's it's nice being recent, I think. Yeah. I enjoy this episode for being recent. So yeah, something recent might be cool that we could watch. Yeah, and we're going to be trying to bring Sandy back. Yeah, yeah, we are. We are. I don't know how this goes. She's on holiday. Okay. Oh. Then. Okay. <laughs> See you guys next episode. See you guys. Bye. Goodbye. I was waving at the end. I always wave at the end. And when you guys when you guys were saying your Twitter handles, I was pointing at you. <laughs> <laughs>